Hey friends, on this week's episode, I'm going to share a holiday workshop that I did. And if you would like to watch the video or download the workbook, you can head over to kellytibbets.com slash holiday. Welcome to the Live a Vibrant Life podcast. I'm Life Coach Kelly Tibbetts, and each week I'll be here to encourage and equip you with the tools that you need to grow in self-awareness and invest your best energy in your dreams and your purpose. I believe self-awareness changes everything. Let's get started. Welcome to the Host Without Losing Your Mind workshop. As we enter the holiday season, I hope that this workshop helps you create the experiences that will bring you joy and peace this holiday. I'm Life Coach Kelly Tibbetts, and each week in my coaching circle, we always begin with the step of noticing. The three steps that we do on repeat are notice what we're thinking, feeling, what we want to do and what we don't want to do, what's somatically in our body. Then we decide to focus on one priority and create small practice steps that produce the result that we're looking for. So let's notice the nuance of hosting. So when you think of hosting, whether it's a birthday party, Thanksgiving, a New Year's Eve event, what comes to mind as you begin to notice the feelings in your body, the thoughts that you're thinking? Take a moment and notice what comes to mind. You might notice that you really enjoy when it's a small group of people, but you start to feel a feeling like overwhelm when there are many people coming to your home. Maybe you notice you enjoy going to other people's homes so that you can leave when you're ready and you feel a little frustrated when you host at your home and people don't always leave when you've decided the event has ended. Whatever you're noticing, take a few moments and notice. Hosting, we've discovered, is not one thing. One of the reasons it becomes so incredibly overwhelming is we don't notice in advance all that's required for hosting an event, whether it's a meal or having overnight guests. And so we're going to walk through some of the things that might help you notice what you're thinking, what you're feeling, what you want to do, and what you don't want to do. And I'll tell you the reason that my friend Ellen and I decided to create this program is we were both noticing the difference between having children who live in your home full time and children who visit at the holidays. All of a sudden they're guests and that creates very different environments than having your own children. If they bring home people, all of a sudden things that were once always the way it was need to change to adapt. So when we begin to think about hosting, let's start with one event. It could be anything, a birthday party, um, a group of friends coming over just to hang out for a book club, or a big Thanksgiving meal for multiple families. First, you choose the date and the time, you decide who you're inviting, and then you begin to plan the menu. And so before the event even takes place, all of a sudden you're noticing, wow, I have to look through the recipes and decide what I'm keeping. Am I adding new recipes this year? Am I going to need to go through my freezer and see what needs to be reused? Or am I just starting from scratch? And then from there, you begin to make your grocery list and maybe you're like me and couponing and sales matter. So you begin to take that into account. Well, that's going to take more time and energy as well. I recently discovered that I have many food sensitivities and one of my daughters has them as well. So we're going to have to manage those. And that's very different than how we used to create meals back when everyone was younger and many of us didn't have those food sensitivities. Then you're going to notice that you need to actually plan time for grocery shopping, maybe at more than one store. You're going to have to clean out spaces, clean the house, put your food away. How about decorating? Do you tend to change the decorations for different events? 
when I think about my children coming home, there are different things in their rooms that now have to change. Some of the rooms are hosting my office. And so I need to find a new place for that. All the sheets and the towels. Are you going to be having some kind of planned event? Are you going to be going somewhere else? Do you need to have any kind of special serving dishes? I think specifically for Thanksgiving, we have very special trays that we use and electric knives to cut things. So noticing in advance all that's required will help you understand some of the feelings that you feel. Because if you go through this entire workbook and realize maybe 80 to 90% is falling on your shoulders and you're already living a life that feels a little bit close to, if not perhaps past capacity, that might be why you're starting to feel overwhelmed. And so what we want to use this workshop for is first to notice all the things that you're deciding that you want to do or the things you're deciding you don't want to do. And then you're going to notice, are there any places to say no Maybe for the week or two before the event, maybe some of the things that you've done on repeat, this is the year you're going to have to say goodbye to that pie that takes four hours or takes too much shopping. And then you're going to have to also notice how do you do with emotional energy of the people coming to join you? And I think, you know, the last 10 years or so, politics have brought more energy. Um, So you might notice that, that as people come, who think, feel, and do life differently than you, how much of your energy do you want to reserve in your body? How much do you want to keep focused on the three things you're in charge of, your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions? And of course, how human of you, sometimes you're going to be drawn into a conversation where you really, to your core, want to help the other person think a different thought, feel a different feeling, or do something different. But that never, ever works. And so our hope for you through this holiday workshop is you'll make the decision to guard your energy and to decide in advance what you want to say yes to and what you don't want to say yes to. And so as we continue on, we're just helping you notice all the things that you need to think about before the event even takes place. What about the things that you need to think about on that day? Again, is 80 to 90% of this list on your shoulders or are you able to share the responsibilities? So day of, is there any food prep? Do you have to set up anything, including the appetizers? Are you greeting people, taking their coats and getting them drinks? Or have you invited someone else into that role? While you're walking around, making small talk, connecting with people, is that something that energizes you or deletes you? Maybe there's somebody else that can do more of that while you're doing the part that actually is in your genius and fills you up with joy. Do you have games that are planned? Are you going somewhere? When you're serving the food and sitting down and eating, is it 100% your responsibility to be jumping up, refilling, or have you created a way for people to serve themselves? And you get to decide. We just want to help you notice in advance. Then as you're doing the dessert and the coffee and the tea, again, is this all on you or have you found a way to share these responsibilities? And then finally, the cleanup, depending on the size of the event, this could be a very big role for the day. If it's just a small group of people coming over for iced tea and a book club and some cookies, not a big deal. You don't have to spend a lot of energy on it. And one of the big things on these bigger holidays is not only do you have to clean up everything, we have to put them back in the place where they belong so that we can find them easily next year. And so one of my hopes in just offering this workshop is for you to notice how big some hosting opportunities are. So there's a wide range of what hosting could look like. And for you to notice, okay, for this year, walking in with the energy that I have, how many of these things am I going to say yes to? How many am I going to say no to? Are there any that I could offer to other people to help me with? And so as you're beginning to notice 
what you need to do, not do, the things you want to say yes to for sure, the things you want to delegate, the things you want to defer. We've just broken it up into four different areas. There's things around your home. There's things around food. There's things around people and things around getting organized. When I even say these words, you know, cleaning and organizing your home, spending time with people, taking care of the food, are there any of those topics that you feel more energized by? And are there any that drain you? My daughter helped me create this chart years ago when I was trying to set apart one day a week and fill my own soul with sunshine. I didn't have that terminology, but that's what I was trying to do. And I was so not aware of what I even enjoyed that I thought I liked going to the dump. Now, I do like going to the dump in that I like the things that I want to get rid of being out of my house, but it probably wasn't something that I should be putting on my day of joy, right? The day that I want to take myself on an artist date and go for walks and go to yoga and all the things I really enjoy. And so because I was not self-aware, she actually sat with me and we created this chart. And I decided that on that one day a week, I would do more of the things that I love and I like, and I would hold things that I don't mind, that I dislike and I hate for days that were not that set apart day. So going to the dump, don't mind it. I don't actually love or like it. So it was interesting to notice that. So use this chart on the page before where we have the hosting by type and see if you can notice cleaning the house. Is that something you love, you like, you don't mind it, you don't really like it, or you hate it? See if you can use this chart that we've already given you a bunch of thoughts with the ability to notice what you love, like, don't mind, dislike, and hate. And if you're listening to this as a podcast, just grab a piece of paper and begin to write down what you love, what you like, what you don't mind, what you dislike, and what you hate. If you want the actual workbook, you can head over to kellytibbets.com slash host, H-O-S-T, and you can download the workbook and use it. But you could also just do this on your own. What do you love? As you go into the holiday season, what do you love? What do you like doing? You don't mind doing it. It doesn't take too much of your energy. What's sort of neutral? And then really spend some time noticing what are the things you dislike and the things that just drain your energy? Is there perhaps somebody else who can do some of those things? So we've noticed a lot about hosting the holiday. We're beginning to have some grace for ourselves for why they can feel so very overwhelming. Now we want to make one decision. What would you like to decide? And as you're making that decision, I want to offer you a phrase. It's possible. Sometimes our human brains prefer to think of things as a yes or a no, a black or a white, a right or a wrong. And holding space for a thought like it's possible can really create some room for us to begin to notice what might be a different thought, one we haven't had on repeat. So here's a few of those. It's possible. I can change some of the expectations I have for myself. Many of us have holiday expectations that have been passed down generationally, and we've never taken the time to think, do I want to keep doing that? So what about that idea? It's possible. I can change some of the expectations that I have for myself. It's possible. I don't have to do Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween, um, the yearly New Year's Eve event the same way every year. It's possible I can omit or delegate more tasks so that I have peace this holiday. Take a moment now if you are safe to do so. If you're not driving, I know I drive when I listen to podcasts, but take a moment, put your hand on your heart, close your eyes and ask yourself, when I think about the next upcoming holiday, am I feeling peace? Am I feeling aligned? Am I feeling enthusiasm? If not, maybe there are too many things on that list of things to do that are your responsibility. And of course, with the pace of life that you're currently living, there's no wonder that you're beginning to feel overwhelmed or frustrated. And 
We don't enjoy going to other people's homes where the host is overwhelmed and frustrated. I don't know if you've seen the television show, The Bear, but they have a beautiful scene in season two that shows what this looked like. I think the mom from a place of love is trying to create this incredible meal, but because she is so past capacity and so stressed, it actually is a very unpleasant event for everybody versus if she had made a much smaller meal and had been present and full of joy, the event would have been what everybody wanted, which was a time for family and a time for joy. Here's a new idea. It's possible I don't have to make everything homemade. Now, this is not a hard one for me. I'm both blessed that my husband makes most of the holiday food and I'm fine with buying things. But if this is important to you and making five or six things creates that overwhelm, is it possible that not everything has to be homemade? It's possible to change the timing, right? Can you do something the day before, something the day after? Can you decide that people are welcome to your home after one, but that you need the entire morning? And the most important power thought to carry you through the holiday season is to allow the people in our lives to think, feel, and do whatever they choose because that's the reality of life. Every single human has been given the authority to think and feel and do. And we spend so much time before we become self-aware trying to help other people think a thought that we think would serve them, feel a feeling that brings more of the energy to the space that we would like, or do or not do things that we feel are correct. And so just allowing them to think things, feel things, do things differently than you, and to save all your energy for your thoughts, your feelings, what you'd like to do, and the no's that you would like to say. There's nothing wrong with taking care of yourself. Self-care is not selfish. So that's the decision for today. What's your new thought going into the holiday season? I've given you lots of ideas. Let's narrow it down to one thought, your power thought for the holiday season. See if you can notice one to three small tasks that you would like to delegate. You'd let somebody else do it, even if they're not as good as you are at it. And what about something you're deciding to omit? As you look at your calendar for the next three months ahead, things that you've always done on repeat, but end up overwhelmed or depleted by January. Is there anything you'd like to say for this year? I'm not doing that. I promise you the work that you do now to prepare in advance, to make the yeses and the nos really clear, allow you to have the energy you need to have the kind of holiday that you would like to have. Maybe you want to have a peaceful holiday. Maybe you want to have an exciting holiday. Whatever it is, your thoughts are going to create your feelings and your feelings are going to drive your actions. So I end this workshop with you with a really important power thought. You are already 100% loved, 100% valuable. That's who you are as a human. Whether you produce five beautiful holiday events or you just spend the whole weekend sitting in a comfortable chair, reading a book and having a glass of apple cider. Both are equal in the fact that nothing changes your value as a human. So if you're 100% loved and 100% valued, what would you like to do this holiday season? I hope that one of the choices you make will allow you to host this holiday season and not lose your mind. I look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you for joining the Live a Vibrant Life podcast. I hope our time together encouraged you and equipped you with some tools to move towards your vibrant life. To learn more or join my coaching community, you can visit my website at kellytibbets.com or follow me on Instagram and Facebook. I look forward to connecting soon.